Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Just Start. This week I have Daryl Perry of Your Level Fitness on the podcast. We talk about pretty much his journey and kind of how he got started with uh, Your Level Fitness. Uh, His whole thing is really making sure uh, and wanting people to uh, feel comfortable in their own bodies. He has several podcasts that you guys should check out. Uh, It was a really great conversation, really nice chatting with a friend of mine, and I hope you really enjoy the episode. Thanks. All right. All right, we are uh, we are just starting. I am so terrible with all these puns. That's just I think I think naturally I just have a uh, um, dad jokes just in me. They're just you know uh, they're good though. I mean if you <laughs> if you can tell well timed and it, and the nice thing about a dad joke it doesn't even have to be well timed. So just throw them out and it's funny because if somebody actually gets the joke when you talk to them they'll they'll just stop the conversation and just be like. That's a good joke. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I I I love those types of jokes actually. Exactly. Sometimes. So do I. All right, man. So uh we have Daryl Perry in the house for just start. I'm really excited. You know, I yeah. know we've talked back and forth. I've been on I've been on your podcast, we've done a few interviews, and we've we've chatted a lot. And um I'm I'm excited to have you here, you know. I'm excited to, you know. Yeah. Going. No, I, I think this is, you know, when you were telling me about the format of the podcast, um, I, I think this is the, this is a really neat idea because when people have ideas and they want to do things, a lot of times it's very easy to plan that out, but not actually start something. So, you know, when you're putting episodes out where people are talking about actually uh, doing things, I, I think it's, it's, it's uh, always a it's a fun topic i think you're going to get a lot there's a lot of different perspectives that people are going to share and uh, and i'm i'm happy to be part of it man i appreciate you yeah that. yeah for sure for sure yeah no it uh that's that's huge because you, you've known me for you've known me for for a bit and i i do talk a lot i do talk i talk so much just generally mm-hmm. um but i have so many different ideas but um just based off of, you know, things that have happened in my life and just my own anxieties, insecurities, whatever, um, it stops me from doing a lot of it. You know, I just kind of, I don't want to say I just exist because that sounds really boring and low-key depressing. Um, I'm I'm living a full life. Yes, uh, you are. But, you absolutely but just, you know, oh, should I do this? Maybe that's a good idea. I just get wrapped up in my own head. And, you know, the, the, the catalyst for this was, you know, uh, going to school and, you know, like I said, talking to you, talking to others, uh, like Shiloh, shout out, Operation Strong Dad. Um, oh. You know, and just kind of getting it out there and being like, well, I, I want to do this for not only myself, because uh, I mentioned in a in a real once, like, hey, I don't know what I want to do. I want to do this for myself, but also, you know, if, if I put episodes out consistently for whoever, if they find a random episode with a guest that I've done, oh, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can start that bakery. Maybe I can become a postman. Maybe I can, I don't know, uh, do whatever I dream, yeah. you know? So, um, so I, I think... One, and, and you and I were talking about this before we started recording, you know, it's very easy to get stuck in planning mode because one, there's so much information. You, you can research anything, which can be such a great thing. But then also the bad part of it is there's so much information. And then you start looking uh, at, at maybe, you know, other people have started something exactly like what you're doing or very similar to it. So you start, mm-hmm. looking, you, you start looking at them for inspiration, but then you start comparing yourself to them. I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah, and then pretty soon you've got this idea that is no longer, you know, your what was your original thought and your original vision for something can be clouded by what you're seeing others doing, and then there's all this doubt that comes on. So you and I were talking about planning versus action, and I think something you said that was really um, was really insightful is, you know, yeah, eventually you need a plan, but at first, like you just got to start. Yes, and, and you will. You'll figure things out. And and I think for just starting, like that's that's what it is. Like if you have the idea, I think as soon as you can uh put something together and just just start working on it. Mm. And I think the biggest thing is 
start working on it, but also put it out to where complete strangers can consume it. Yeah. Uh, especially for the kind of stuff that that we're talking about. Because see, once you do that, I mean, the 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 process is really simple, which is I have an idea, I'm going to put it out into the public, and then mm. how the public perceives it is going to tell me how I need to adjust this, exactly. uh, how, how, how off I, and I'll tell you, man, like I've gotten really good at just having ideas and, and starting things and testing mm-hmm. them. There have maybe been one or two things that have just taken off in their original uh, and, and kind of what their original, I thought my, my original thought or my original inception was. So yeah. like this whole thing of having a perfect plan before we start is, is complete, is complete nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's one thing um, off to start, man. It's, it's like you, you just, you have to start. So I, you and I, as we were brainstorming for this, are, are you wanting to talk about just start, just starting in general, which we just kind of talked about, but I think you wanted, we were going to talk about starting. I want some, so I want some insight into you know what it is, what it is you do. This is kind of like a little bit of a, a little bit of, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a, a expose and like, so Daryl Perry, you know, yes. like your, your level of fitness, what, what got you started with that? So, you know, who are you? All that. Yeah. So who, who I am, my origin story, cause I, I know you're, you're, you're big into like characters and, and stuff. <laughs> um, everything I do now is engineered to get people comfortable in their, in their own skin. So that started with me, um, do creating your level of fitness, which at the time back in 2014, that was uh, health and fitness was something I was always passionate about. Mm-hmm. I had gotten a personal training certification two or three years before that, which going back to when I was in college and I was working at a gym, I, you know, that was the thing is I wanted to work as a trainer, mm-hmm. uh, but you, you, they wanted you to have the certification to go along yeah. with it. So I, I kind of have this thing planted in my mind back in college that I wanted to do this, got this certification years later. And then three years after that, uh, finally got over my own insecurities enough to do something. But originally the whole thing was just going to be um, adaptive exercise programs for people that have disabilities because I myself have cerebral palsy. So like I had a, um, I had a group fitness class that I taught over at the local United Cerebral Palsy. And the fact that I, I, I contacted them, called them, set up this class was, was kind of a nerve wracking thing for me because like, sure I this idea yeah, I'm like, I had this idea and I didn't know if anybody else would see it. And then I saw it and I'll tell you, like as a fitness professional, that was a really cool class to teach because um, I learned really early on that it didn't matter what my plan was ahead of time. I had to have kind of a loose structure on what I wanted to do with the class, but it was the energy of the participants because everybody I had, um, each case of CP is a little bit different. Mm. CP is basically a blanket term applied to when you're at or around birth, there's a lack of oxygen. So any kind of cerebral palsy, cerebral palsy. Yeah. So um, that, so, so when I'm working with folks that have um, all types of disabilities, but most participants have CP, I'm working with some that are in wheelchairs. I'm working with some that are um, their bodies are fully functional. I have some that could, that we can have a, a full on conversation. I have others that are nonverbal, which you learn over the course of time. They're going to tell you through their facial expressions and through their eyes, how much they're yeah. enjoying things. Um, but it really, as far as being a fitness professional was, was the best education I had the first three months of doing it though. I was, I was like, I was just, I, I didn't, I, I felt like I was making everything up as I went along. <laughs> and, and then as that's, and then as I, I started looking into other areas of my life, um, I was going to, I was, I was, I was going to a church right now or at that time that had a running group and mm-hmm. I was coaching people, uh, from couch to 5k couch to 10k. And wow. so I started, I was doing that. And then I had a group fitness class that kind of bounced off of that. And then I started doing one-on-one training and then everything online started to happen. And yeah. so I got, I started to look at what the fitness landscape was in, in 2015, 2016. And it was like motivational quotes. And then it was yeah. a bunch of like these, they, they used to post these white background, almost infographic type things. And they were all taking these uh, fitness model images from what I feel like every, uh, probably three quarters of these images 
were were taken from the men's health, women's health big book of exercise. Sports Illustrated stuff. (laughs) Yeah, which actually, surprisingly, if you ever want a step-by-step guide on how to exercise, those big book of exercise, big book of, uh, they they had some for like cardio workouts, flexibility. They're really cool because what they they actually take you through is – just a progression of each type of movement and they break it down into the, the, the most basic and mm-hmm. then you have all the progressions. So I know right now, a lot of times people will do the, it, it's cool to have all the streaming workout options at home, but a lot of times if you're doing a class, you're going to see, or you're going to see that there's a, uh, there's like a basic movement an advanced and a beginner. And what you find out when you start going through books like this is that exercise and nutrition is the same way. It's kind of almost like this big puzzle and you've got all these pieces that you can fit into what ends up being kind of your process and, and, and your system. Um, exactly. But yeah, but like at first I was just, I was doing what everybody else was doing until I figured out how I was going to use the internet. This was completely different than anything else that I, uh, that then, than what I had imagined because I had this, um, I had this idea for, for your level fitness, but the other part of this, then my professional career, I wanted to go from, um, I, I'd worked a couple different sales jobs and I wanted to go from that until, or till, or to working in marketing, but I didn't have a portfolio. Yeah. So, um, I tried that. Well, it was very important. So, or so that was part of what YLF was. Now the first step kind of going back a little bit as I started and you'll smile because you're going to know exactly where I go with this. When I start talking about it, I started yeah. a blog. I didn't think I could write for like, I thought I was a horrible writer. <laughs> what I did is I, I paid for this domain and this was like, oh my gosh, this was like the height of, of WordPress. Like everybody had a WordPress blog. It seemed like. Um, what, what, what year are you talking about? 2013. I think this, this was, <laughs> was pre dating. Yeah. This was predating YLF because everybody had a blog and if you find I out had a for, WordPress blog in yeah. like 2014. <laughs> and, and see, the problem with this was this was also the time where everybody had an ebook. So what you could do is sign up for tips on how to be a writer. You get mm-hmm. that nice little graphic and then they'd send you like an ebook. So I was reading all these ebooks. I had all these printouts of like what the perfect structured day for being a writer was. And I had a ton of drafts, but I never published anything. Yeah, here I didn't publish anything. So fast forward, and I'll get here into the story. Part of what I do now, because I want people comfortable in their own skin, and what do people tell you? They're like, I can't do, I, I can't, I, I couldn't do a podcast. I couldn't write. So mm-hmm. my whole thing with the with the contributors stuff that I have for you guys on the well, a huge piece of it. There's a couple things to it, but a huge reason I like having the contributors on the YLF website mm-hmm. is I want you guys just to practice being a writer. And had I known. Or had I been comfortable enough to say, you know what, it doesn't matter if I just put out two sentences or if I put out two paragraphs, like it's just putting the repetition in and getting it out there and and making a big freaking deal about it. And that's why like the contributor pages that I have for you guys, where you go to that page, there's a headshot for you, there's a bio, and then there's a real time link because the, there's a, a latest uh, a latest post by whoever the contributor is. And yep. since I tag all the posts and that tag pulls into that, into that little summary piece, it's mm-hmm. updated in real time. So mm-hmm. it's, and, and I just, so part of that for me was I want people and most people I've talked to are terrified of writing. They're terrified of public speaking. Yep. They're terrified of all of it. And, sure. and I just like, I just, what I have learned, and it took me forever to get there because I had the story that everybody did. When I started doing my social media stuff, I have a YouTube channel that has 300 plus videos on it that nobody's ever watched because this was the first time that I started doing content. And it's like, um, but it was, it was practice for me. The first video I did was supposed to be 30 to 40 seconds long. And it was just me talking about, it was basically like a trailer for my channel. And I'm just like, I'm tone deaf. I'm not looking at the camera. Like, <laughs> and it, and I, and I would, I kept re-recording because I'm like, this isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. So from there, what my business, my, my business, the business piece transitioned online. I started doing online coaching. And when I coach people with health and fitness, I noticed that there were a lot of specialized coaches. So there would be people that did keto, people doing Weight Watchers, very mm-hmm. like, 
this is who I'm tied into. This is my, um, you know, this is the program I follow. This is what I coach you on. So what I started, yeah. So like, so what I started doing is um, I just started, I, I coached people on keto. I coached some people that were in Weight Watchers just to get a sense, just yeah. kind of like what they were doing. So all types of programs. And then um, I purchased a, a license for a habit-based program uh, that I use from Precision Nutrition, which is a company that really got me when I was reading all the fitness blogs. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked what they were doing because they were the first company I was aware of at the time that was really pushing this habit-based stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to help people with how they were eating because I, I feel like that's where a lot of the, that, that's where most people struggle. And it's, yeah. not like, it's not like they don't know what to eat. Like they don't know what the good foods and the bad foods and all that, all the stuff that I can air quote all day, but like <laughs> I wanted something where no matter how you ate um, and, and the answer for anybody listening is you, you figure out how to build an eating plan around the foods that you enjoy, because if you do that, it's going to be something that you're going to want to stick with. But exactly. this gave me a habit-based structure that I could coach people on um, that would go underneath any eating plan they were trying to follow, or if they were trying to build their own, it would help them. And then I was like, well, I'm, this is where I started to really notice, okay, well, I don't like the general message of the fitness and the weight loss industry. Mm -hmm. How can I come back? <clears throat> and for the time <clears throat> I heard about, I'd been familiar with podcasts forever. Yeah. And I downloaded the the Anchor app. Yeah. It's now Spotify Podcasters. It changed like this. Yeah, yeah. So like I downloaded it and it sat on my phone for like six months. I, I, I record, I did some initial recordings that I didn't publish. Yeah. And I remember one day for New Year's, New Year's 2018, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put out a daily podcast. I was like, what I'm going to do is this is going to be super short and I'm just going to put practical things in that people can just real simple things that you could apply to your fitness and weight loss process. Because at that time I mentioned, I got certified to be a, a personal trainer at that point, like in 2011. So we're talking, um, you know, seven years later. And then before that I had my own things with body image and trying to lose weight dating back to when I was in high school, which I'll date myself here, which I'm older than most of you. <laughs> um, I can actually back in the nineties, I was, I was a teenager back in the nineties. So, um, that's where everything started for me. And, but what happened and I did just what you and I talked about, I had this plan on how I wanted everything to go. And I had, I had the structure I had, I was like, I'm going to release these episodes. I released one episode and then actually I, I was, I was pretty happy with it. And that was on January 4th, 2018. Yeah. And I did not put another episode out until February 22nd, February 23rd, 2018. And I was like, it's happening again. The whole thing with the blog and the, it, it, like, it's just, it's happening. And yeah. at that time, Anchor, um, you could only record, you had to do your recordings, your solo recordings in three minute segments. Ooh. And if you went over three minutes, you'd have to record another segment. Smart so what I had told myself was that I was going to do I was going to do at least one segment every day. Okay. And how's that working? Well, so I did. It's funny because because um, you start things and you end up coming back to it. it. It worked out. I didn't do the full thirty days. I did twenty seven days, but at that point, I started to have enough confidence in myself to where you know what, I can just pull things out of conversations that I have with people. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, don't ever use names unless, and if you're going to highlight somebody, fortunately, I, I didn't have any, like I, I had enough wherewithal beforehand to do this. If you're mm -hmm. going to mention somebody on the podcast, when you're talking about a topic, tell them ahead of time before it's released. Just, yeah. Um, but like, so for the first, so I, I then had this skill set, and, but I, I always told myself that, well, I'm going to do a solo podcast. I'm never yep. going to do interviews because I was so terrified that I, I get very animated. I get very excited and talk over people. I interrupt people like, but <laughs> if you think of podcasts, these are just conversations that people are having 
They're sure. natural. They're free flowing. We yeah. stumble over words in our, in our podcasts. We, we talk over each other. We talk at each other. Like there's a, there's a certain rawness and realness. And that's, that's why I love the medium of podcasting. And the other thing I like about it. And while I was trying to start putting messages out against the, um, what I thought were um, just not good messages being set out by the fitness and weight loss industries is people could listen to what I'm saying passively and yeah. they go about their day, do whatever else. And when I think of every other type of content that I put out, you have to, you have to be scrolling your phone and you have to stop what you're doing to mm-hmm. consume what I'm, what I'm saying. And I don't yeah. want, like, so that to me, I was like, eh, this, this makes a lot of sense because it's not, it, there's no real friction to it. People can be doing whatever. And at the time in 2018, when, when, cause the way I grew my audience is I was just messaging personal people that are messaging people personally that were either following me on Instagram, which I think at the time I had like, I don't know, I had like 400 followers, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, or late. Yeah, it was, um, and then it was uh, messaging people on Facebook. And what I would do is I would just send them a message and be like, hey, I have a podcast. Would you mind, you know, w- would you mind checking it out? And yeah. at that time, have, like knowing somebody personally that was on Spotify or that was on uh, Apple Podcast. I mean, it, it's just like for musicians. Like the first time you're like, oh my gosh, that new song's on Spotify. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, there was still a level of, of mystique about it. So I, mean, I still feel like there is. <laughs> no, I, well, there, there absolutely is. Now, the cool thing is, is you have tools now where it's super straightforward and simple to do, uh, to do what we're talking about here is podcasting. And, and I'm assuming the distribution works much the same way for music. Um, yeah, you know, thing, different sorts of sites you can use yeah. applications. But in the one thing that I never got into, and we've talked about this with podcasting, is I never got into the equipment side of it. And that's because I always look at it. If I'm going to start something, um, I I don't want to invest a lot of money on the front end. I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff and make it look like, quote unquote, look like I belong, but not actually have any substance. No, that's very, that's very fair. I can understand that. And I've thought about that. I get, I get wrapped up in a lot of, in a lot of that stuff in terms of just like in other aspects like music, you know, just, you can go down that hole, you can go down that rabbit hole with, uh, with equipment and whatnot, but um, no, I just gotta, you know, get whatever is functional for you. And also, I guess I justify my own spending by like, it, it, it makes me happy and you know um if if it makes me happy then you know sure but i yeah. but personally i can't necessarily justify getting you know a whole setup in my bedroom for this and that if i'm just going to be putting out episodes every week you know if, if i if i maybe wanted to do this like full time and actually wanted to like money you know um mm-hmm. do it that way then then maybe but otherwise i i do agree with you so i think you you're bringing up some very interesting points which by the way which is if you're if you're um, you know buying stuff for a setup, or if you're somebody that's really into tech, or you want to be an early adopter, or when you go into stuff, you really like to go all in. By all means, like do what it is that you're going to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, because like it is your and and by and and just by having whatever your setup is, if you can make it uniquely your own then that makes a lot of sense. And I have, I do have friends in the, in the podcasting space that have the, like they have the soundproof room, they've got the microphone, you know, they got the blue Yeti. Some of them have the more advanced stuff. Um, and I, oh my God, I haven't seen, I haven't. Yeah. You like funny. that? Yeah. We're, we're throwing all the, all the stuff from the last like 10, 12 years out at you. That's the microphone that my that my buddy has. Uh, he's he's a musician, and he, he um anytime we'd ever I'd ever go over his uh, over his place to just record just whatever dumb thing, either a stupid track or like a skit or whatever. We'd always have have the Blue Yeti. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's just it's really, um, you know, if if you have an interest in that stuff, then cool. And I read so many articles about, even after I started a podcast, like what's the best setup? Cause I thought the same thing. I'm like, what is my, you know, I, I want to, I want to sound more professional and I'm, I'm kicking around the idea finally of probably, you know, cause I, I record my interviews on zoom to this yeah. point. I, I've kept things very, very basic. And I've done that because, and part of the reason I've done that for as long as I have 
Um, and I've bought microphones. I actually have one sitting here that I just, I don't like the sign of the sound of it. When Dude, I look what is that? This is, this is just, this is like something that Amazon recommended. Like, uh, okay. yeah, like, like three years ago I bought it and then I used it and I didn't, I couldn't tell a difference. I was like, I don't, this wasn't, this wasn't the thing for me. So like, but part of it for me has been, let's see what we can do with the super basic stuff. Let's see what we can do with the most stripped down version. Let's see if we can create an audience. Let's see if we can, can get messages out. And then, um, so you know, know what's funny is, um, is, you know, you're saying let's, uh, let's see what we can do with, you know, the simplest kind of stuff is, um, I'm just thinking about a lot of your content, a lot of the messages that the messages that you put out about health and fitness, um, and what, you know, a lot of people have been, you know, preaching about these, these days, but I know that you and others have been, you know, at like the forefront of this is just, Hey, what small habit can you do? What small change can you incorporate in your day, maybe your week or whatever that can lead to something, um, you know, over time, changing a change, positive habit over time rather mm-hmm. than, you know, Hey, let's go at this all at once. Yeah. 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 So and there's there's two things about habits and routines and developing them. And for anybody that's starting anything, you're going to have to examine the habits and routines that you have now. Uh, I hope you do that without any kind of judgment, um, because one, you don't know how to structure. You like you up to this point, you haven't really been as focused on changing any kind of habits or, or putting new things in place. And two kind of piggybacking off of what we were saying when you're like, hey, I buy stuff that makes me happy. You cannot be a productivity machine. And I think that's something that gets pushed a lot in the in the self-development space and the entrepreneurship space and the fitness space. You know, what there's a saying everywhere. I can't there's a saying that people say that really pisses me off because it's short-sighted. And that is a little bit better every day. Now <laughs> here's the thing about a little bit better every day. Depending on where you're starting, you can totally be a little bit better each and every day for a long time. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You're eventually going to get to that point where a little bit better is becoming harder and harder to see. It's going to be, yeah, unsustainable. You can't, you can't. Right. And if what you, and, and if what is starting you is what's, if what's fueling you underneath is that I like to see daily progress, eventually you're what's driving you is going to go away and then you're going to hit a wall and you're going to be like, I'm not what's wrong with me. I just need the willpower, the discipline. I just need to push forward. That's not what the problem is. The problem is, is when you started at the very beginning, you are focusing on the, the results on a day-to-day basis. This is why when people, because like if somebody hasn't, if it's been a long time, if somebody has a lot of weight to lose and, or it's been a long time since they've been on a, a consistent, uh, regimen with eating and exercise, mm-hmm. they can see some very dramatic results on the scale within, for some people, it's, it's a matter of weeks. Some people it's for the first few months. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're doing all the things, man. They're on fire. They're, they're eating is on oh, yeah. whatever that looks like exercises on point. They're posting all their stuff on Instagram. They're doing weigh in Wednesdays because they're like, look at this. I lost five pounds this week. I lost seven the next and they are on fire and, you know, they get, but they get to this point too. Now that's, that's if they're able to sidestep and stay away from injuries, which is overuse injuries. I mean, when you're, when you have not been moving your body on a regular basis and you've got extra weight on top of it and you're, you're going from zero to all in yeah, the chances of you getting injured are very high. Some yeah, people spike dramatically. Yeah. Some people like the, now some people really go from zero to nothing or turn it back on. And they're also taking the time to make sure that they're not overdoing it, that they're also doing, um, you know, some, some stretching, flexibility, mobility, maybe even some tissue work to make sure that stuff is, is kind of in the best possible shape as they're mm-hmm. going through. But even if they've bypass, if they've been able to avoid the injuries, having this type of focus on the scale, eventually that's going to stop. And it's the same thing. And how many times do you hear people in the weight loss space? I just need to get my stuff together. 
I oh need willpower. I need to be driven. If you, if you take this, how many times I've said that about myself? No, just, but but here's and so here's but this gets back this gets back into the whole thing of like the, the, the biggest thing when we're pursuing is not judging ourselves and in, mm-hmm. in particular not judging ourselves for not doing the stuff that we thought like knowing what we know now looking back in retrospect and saying man I wish I was doing that then because. The thing is, is regardless of whatever we start, if it's truly going to be worthwhile, and I think, I think most, I think a lot of people have uh, ambitions and effort and things that they want to put effort into that are bigger than they themselves. That stuff takes time. Like these are lifetime pursuits. So you have to look at it as like, is this something that you have interest? Like, are you interested in putting in the effort towards this for the rest of your life? And mm-hmm. if that's the focus, which I think it should be, really like give yourself grace. You talk about focus. People will talk about focusing on the process, looking at your process and being able to take a step back and look at it and not just be like, oh, I think I'm going to tinker with this and tweak this on a day-to-day basis, but kind of look at what's been going on weeks at a time. Maybe look at what you've been seeing for months, at a, you know, month over month, and then making slight subtle tweaks and really yeah. being curious about what it is that you're doing. When people say fall in love with the process, that's what that is. But it's so easy to get fixated on the results because whatever whatever niche, whatever industry we're talking about, it's yeah. this idealistic stylized outcome that's been pushed down our throats and we're like, oh, that's what I want. But it really yeah. to think about it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That can be applied to almost anything. Like Specifically, I'm thinking of like um, in terms of uh, I, I, I play a lot of different instruments and, you know, I, uh, I play guitar and I'm like, you know, oh, hey, this is going to be the time where I actually practice, where I actually sit down and make, you know, some sort of routine. And, you know, it's looking at it. Uh, I should look at it from a point of, you know, um, not judging myself for not practicing, you know, first and foremost, people say all the time, hey, well, the goal is to have fun, you know. With, like with, with guitar and practice and stuff like that it's to have fun if you're looking at it like oh i'm not here i'm not there oh i need to sit down and do blah 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 no 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 like, like you're saying you know look at it from a point where uh you know hey what small changes can i do hey if, if it's maybe sitting down and practicing something for like five minutes a day you know mm-hmm. start there you know maybe um you know change things up a little bit or whatever but just don't be so hard on yourself if you're not if you're not getting to wherever it is you want to be because like you said you know you're looking at it oh well I'm not x pounds I'm not here yet you know just no start with something simple and just go from there and be kind to yourself about it so I and I think that's absolutely where we want to get to and I love because see this this is something where what I'm about to say is talking about this and it's going to almost seem like a thematical statement but it's like Yes. Where, where do you think you should be? How should you be looking at this? Mm-hmm. The extra step is looking at yourself. How do I actually look at it? Like, yeah. do I really want to pick that instrument up and practice it for, for, you know, five, 10 minutes? Do I really want to do, um, you know, these, these daily tasks? And this is another thing, cause we talk, another thing we hear a lot about and in, in fitness and weight loss, especially, is discipline. Everybody loves the word discipline, <laughs> but discipline has been positioned health and fitness as really pushing yourself day in, day out, outside of whatever your comfort zone is. And I would argue discipline is showing up every day and doing the little things, the things that are well within your capabilities and doing and trying to do those trying to do them every day, but also knowing you're not going to do these things every day and being okay with the fact because you get to a point again, and this is kind of like, this is what I was saying with podcasting. I got to a point where it, um, I had the skill set. So if I missed a day, it wasn't about seeing how long of a streak of doing podcast. It was knowing that I had the skills to go out and, and just pick up and put solo episodes out. I ended up doing interviews and I did something. Um, it was really funny because I had, I had some content creator friends that like they, we were kind of um, the, the, the test subjects for each other. Like anytime we had something new, we'd have one of them on. And then 
um, the, the I, I had I recorded two episodes in a week, and there was a guy that I'm I'm, I'm connected with on Instagram that has a really large following, and mm-hmm. he posted about something that was not fitness related, and I messaged yeah. him. I'm like, hey man, I'm doing a podcast. I'm like, would you like to come on and talk about this? And he responded to me in like five minutes, and he's like, yeah man, I'd love to do it. So here yeah. I am. I'm taught like, and this, this is somebody that is, is like, you would consider a fitness influencer. And I'm like, okay, like this is about to like this, this was a ripping the bandaid moment off. Um, and I think, I, I think for anything that we try to do, um, <clears throat> just be prepared for the opportunities. I think life is about opportunities. This is how, um, I mean, th- this, this is how everything with your level of fitness has come about because I, I, took a chance on some things. Uh, I've missed plenty of opportunities, whereas I talked myself out of them or that they weren't realistic. But I mean, I, that's how I had gotten into to public speaking. One of the first things I did um, around the time that I started your level of fitness is I was on LinkedIn and I was trying to connect with a lot of these fitness people and around the area. And there was somebody that was a, a wellness coordinator for one of the counties that was like a half hour North of the of the metro area uh, in Cincinnati where I live. So this was like an hour from where I lived. And she mm-hmm. was like, Hey, do you know any, she's like, do you know any uh, fitness people on this side of the river up towards me that could come in and do lunch and learns? Like we're, we're, we're wrapping up our, uh, this was when health insurance, I guess, was giving um, reward points. They had like a reward program <laughs> and we need some lunch and learns. And yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, this I'm like, this is public speaking. I'm like, I'll yeah. do it. I'd never done the Like I had never, I had one instance when I was in college working for a gym mm-hmm. uh, where the gym owner sent me to this church to do like a Q and a much okay. of what you see me do on live streams now. Yep. And I got up there at 22 years old. I was terrified but at <laughs> the same time. Like it was, if I was, this was one of the things like this was, this was, we'll date this. This was back in 2004. So yep. like, at that time, if I if there was a video recording of me doing this, I would mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd be cringing all over. And but <laughs> it, there was a there was a little bit of a spark there. And I remembered that instance like 10 years later when I'm having this conversation. She's like, Well, yeah, we're gonna have 10. Um, she's like, I need uh, it's gonna be five days, 10 yeah. workshops, two workshops on each day back to back. She's like, and you need to come up with the topics. So I was wow. like Cool. I was like, all right, I'll do it. She's like, well, what's your fee? And I was like, I, I was, my personal training fee at the time was, was 60 bucks an hour. And I'm like, I'm yeah. $60 an hour. And she was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, I really undercut myself on that as a public. Yeah. Speaker. I was going to say, I would have been like, I don't know. Too yeah. but, but <laughs> I know. Right. So like, um, so, and it was so funny because I, I was, I would drive up and this was an hour away from where I lived. And I'm just yeah. like, um, I put this stuff together and it was interesting because the first time I did it, mm-hmm. I was, I was very nervous. I thought it went horrible then, but I, I started to get a little bit more comfortable. So then in a three week period, because all five of these on-site visits for these 10 total speaking engagements happened within three weeks, by the mm-hmm. end of that three week period, I was, I had been paid for public speaking and I had 10 presentations under my belt. Um, yeah. And it, so that was, it, it's just, it's just checking your percent, like taking your insecurities and your perceptions of how things might be and mm-hmm. putting those to the side with the podcasting. I mean, I started consulting people on podcasting, not because I put together a consulting business. I was in a networking thing for marketing and I was talking about marketing services and I talked about how I happened to have a podcast mm-hmm. and then I told them how many episodes that I had. Um, with the almost daily and and for you guys listening like right now i have five active podcasts that uh, he is a bad are, man he's yeah. just hard are, well but I, and i put up i've put up systems for it over the over the years and on how i put mine together um but i've legitimately over five years i've done uh probably between 1700 and 1800 episodes of my own and then there's interviews and stuff that i've done easy um, yeah, but but I mean it's like, but that's why I mean that's where the skill set is, and I've I've finally gotten to the point where I'm like I am gonna put together a, um, like a um like a how to start a podcast thing. 
and I'm going to price it. Awesome. I'm going to price it reasonably because I get I get all these ads on social media for like how to start a podcast. So the first I'm getting like, too. Yeah, so like the first thing I do is I go like I'll I'll find out who the person is behind it and I'll go into the Apple Podcast directory and yeah. they'll you know to their like they'll have a podcast. Mm-hmm. They've got like 1 to 10 episodes and like no rate like maybe maybe a couple ratings which is totally them going in and rating their own podcast and no reviews I I'm like, <laughs> yeah i'm like no i'm like we're, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna that that's that's not gonna be a thing i mean but it's just what it what it's all about is just continuing to show up and practice and putting yourself in position to um to take like just to take chances and and the big thing for me Again, I want people comfortable in their own skin. I'm super excited about um, the stuff that I'm doing with YLF365, which is my answer to all the fitness challenges that you see out there. Because my thing is, I want people comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. So it's, and again, it's this whole thing that we're talking about of discipline being about doing the things within your capabilities on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And it's broken down into the, it's funny that the exercise and nutrition stuff I went super basic on, which yeah. is, yeah, what I want you to do for your meals, add a serving of produce to each meal. Okay, so does that mean if I eat three meals a day, I, I do three servings of produce? Or if I eat five meals a day, I do five? Like, what what's that mean? I'm, yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> you eat five meals and you want to eat a serving of produce at each meal, then do that. If exactly. you eat five times, but you want to consider three of those your meals, then just do that. And I don't even care if you decide, hey, I'm just going to load up on produce like vegetables at dinner or whatever, and have a piece of fruit in the morning. Like the point is, is that you're, you're clear, you're starting to, to develop your own structure around this and you're adding nutrient dense foods. Once you start doing that, which nutrients, nutrient dense foods are your produce, your fruits and your vegetables. Once you have that in water, you have so much flexibility for all the other stuff that you start to see how this is just a building block of, of one habit that you can build on. And then with the exercise, it's do 30 minutes of activity a day. Call it a workout if you want. I think we've gotten to a place where like people don't want to call it. They want to call it activity and movement. Still call it a workout. I do yeah. it anyway. Um, but, you know, th- 30 minutes of that. I think the most important thing is for us to be comfortable in our own skin is the relationship we have with ourselves. Sure. So that's why I think it's important for people to, um, you know, speak, talk about what they like about themselves inside and out for at least yeah. a minute each day. Um journal for at least affirmations yeah yeah get outside um disconnected from everything for at least five minutes if you go out for a walk and you want to count that towards your exercise cool if you're just like sitting outside or if you're like taking your dog out or whatever and you want to count that that's cool too the, the thing is is you're just getting into repetition and the third part and, and yeah the third hold on <laughs> the, the fourth component because we've talked about exercise we've talked about eating and we've talked about uh, the relationship that we have with ourselves the fourth component is uh, exploring your creativity so like everything that we've talked about and the way that I define creativity is you expressing to the world for public consumption right mm-hmm. like your thoughts and opinions on things so that could be the traditional things that we talk about like like uh, painting, drawing, music, um, you know, any, uh, all kinds of, of traditional pursuits, but it also could, maybe it's writing, maybe it's podcasting, maybe yeah. it's starting a, a vlog on uh, with Instagram reels, which is surprisingly easy to do. I started doing that like a week ago. Just, I just test things. And that's for, for anybody like this, uh, that's listening. I just hope that you like just get comfortable starting things and realizing yeah. they're never going to be um, just the way that you that you want them to be mm-hmm. um, or how you plan them. And I mean, even back to that challenge of doing the 30 day, 30 days straight on the podcast, mm-hmm. I got there, but I didn't get there until about a month ago when I started doing the YLF 365 podcast, which is congratulations. Three, it is three to five minutes, most segments, and it is seven days a week. Nice. So the other thing with that challenge, and if you guys want to take part in it, just text while of 365 to 859-208-2334. Um, I like running that challenge with the journal entries and submitting the calendars outside of social media. I use yeah. social media a little bit to, to promote it. 
as more people come into it and start doing it, I'm going to use social media more. But I think it's really important when we're doing a year-long challenge for people to get comfortable in their own skin to not have to go on social media because I feel like almost all of us take breaks from social media throughout the year. So, yeah. you know, it's it's super important. Yeah. So I guess to kind of wrap up, I know you you mentioned, you know, um, uh, starting the uh, podcast consulting thing. I guess I, w- w- what I want to ask is uh, where do you see your level of fitness going? I guess what's, what's next yeah. for, for so, uh, going on? Let the people so know. What, so what's next? And this, this is super cool. So I recently just started. So my, my full-time work, as I mentioned, I transitioned into marketing about eight years ago when I started while up. So about nine years ago now. And I recently accepted a, a role as an account manager with a marketing agency that works with restaurants, like single family. owner, mom and pop. Now the, there's so many cool things about this because um, we're teaching them not only how to do social media and, and the traditionals, uh, and we actually approach social media in a different way, um, but we're also teaching them how to to really do big picture marketing. And part of it is these local businesses should start a podcast. Yeah. And it makes total sense because um, you not only talk about what it is you have to offer, mm-hmm. think about like a local pizza joint and all the, maybe you've got a library next to it. Maybe you've got you know, a couple of schools across the street, maybe there's a, a, a big deal going on at one of the schools. So why don't you have the principal come over and like, just talk about what's going on at the school. You are essentially a cool idea to kind of highlight whatever else is going on in the town. Yeah. You know, you can exactly. maybe shine a light on your business while also, you know, bringing up others. That's cool. I think that's really sick. I have been, and you know, this, I, I push people to start podcasts because I think they're, they're a very, it's still very prominent if you start one, because like we're saying, like most people are still like, oh, that's still super cool. Um, But for me, so I'm I'm sorry, I need to answer your question. So I started this (laughs) job. What's going to happen with your level of fitness is things are, um, I'm still working on your level of fitness. This company is very realistic with, hey, you know what, if you can, especially, especially if I'm applying the the same types of stuff that we're telling clients to do. I've always felt in marketing, like I can only tell you to do something if I'm actually doing it on my own, much like yeah. health and fitness. Yeah. Like, so um, I'm looking at how can I, like, I want to, I want to automate a lot of the social media content, but for the right reason, which means I'm, scheduling a lot of my reels and my posts and stuff ahead of time. And I, cause I, as we mentioned with all the podcasts, I have a lot of different content that comes out. Um, but I, I want to, I'm, I'm in the process of getting this stuff all scheduled out ahead of time and organized to where you've kind of got your standard posts. And then I'm still available to do what used to be one-on-one coaching with your level fitness. I'm doing, I'm doing group coaching, but I'm doing group coaching in a smart way where I'm still using the habit-based platform Mm-hmm. Um, and I've reduced the price for it, but what people are doing is they're submitting, um, you know, for, for Q and A's that I'm doing once, maybe twice a week where yep. they're going to submit their questions and I'm just going to go on and, and we're going to talk about that stuff. And it's basically going to be almost like a presentation style thing. I will stay online until every question has been discussed. Um, and then, uh, um, so yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to more of a group model with that. And then getting everything going with, uh, with you guys that are contributors, you know, that, that that's actually the funny part is I was planning on rolling out the whole contributor model for your level of fitness yeah. in January of 2023. And I just told a couple of you guys about it, like mm-hmm. just to see if there was any interest yeah. and dude, like back in October, I, I think I got like 34 of you guys had booked uh, like strategy calls for it. And 12 yeah. of you we have published. I think it's like 12 or 14 of you are, are already contributors on it. And that yeah. was just that was just testing something. Yeah. So so no, man. I mean, things are I, I'm I'm really big in for your level of fitness. It's and it's so it's it's YLF. It's YLF, but it's also for the stuff for men's mental health. It's for the self-confidence podcast. It's for YLF365. It's for everything that's tied to my first name, last name is how can I get people comfortable in their own skin? I think the biggest thing for me is now, 
how can I one get my message out there on a consistent mm-hmm. basis and, and different mediums, and then also have the time to where I can do more live streams where I'm on social media, where maybe I do a live at night, maybe I'm interacting with my comments and my messages more. And then how can I get you guys involved to really get these types of get your perspectives out and your story. So really scaling everything out with, yeah. uh, with your level of fitness and just getting people more comfortable on their skin. So that's, that's what I'm working on. And um, it's, it's a lot to undertake. And one thing that I tell myself every day is like, you're doing something like you're trying to create something much bigger than you yeah. it's going to take time. So um, I think, and this is probably good for anybody that's wanting to start something. I think that, you have to be okay with, you know, that at the end of the day, there's always going to be more work done. Mm-hmm. So the way that you perceive that is that, oh my gosh, that's a bad thing. There's always, there's always stuff to do. Or is it, you know what? I get to wake up again tomorrow and I get to work towards this. Yeah. And if you, man, when you start looking at what you're working on as a vision like that, you have to get there by yourself. Nobody can like, you, you know, you'd be like, yeah, I should probably think like that. I should probably view it that way until you're ready you're not mm. going to do it, but once you are ready, mm. it it will light a fire under uh, under you and just get you moving forward. And that's uh, that's for for uh, the cool thing I think with this podcast you're doing is you're gonna be lighting a fire under people just by sharing these types of stories. So I I, I think it's cool that you're that's doing that. I'm loving it. No, I, I love this. And and right away when you were telling me about it, yeah, I thought this was super cool. I, I love what you're Thank doing. You, yeah. I appreciate it. Well. Yeah, no, for, for real. Thank you. And I appreciate that. And also, I really like the work that you do, you know, um, like, yeah, you're, you're doing you're doing awesome work, you know, uh, getting people comfortable in their own skin. I think that that's really what it, that's really what it's all about. You know, uh, self-acceptance and all of that. It's all <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, um, so so uh, before before we wrap up, where can the people find you? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the best places to find me, uh, go to the website. So either uh, my first name, last name, which is DarylPerry.com. That's D-A-R-Y-L-P-E-R-R-Y.com or go to YourLevelFitness.com. Just it's YourLevelFitness.com. I'm not going to spell it out, but <laughs> uh, go to those websites. You'll have all my stuff there. Um, you'll see the blogs there. You'll scroll down. You'll see all the social handles. So yeah. Come find me, say hello, and uh, and yeah, we'll talk. All right. Wonderful having you, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk soon. Right. Sounds good. See you.